This is another Money Show. Get set for another hour of the latest financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. JR and Anthony are committed to helping more Americans like you optimize their income, reduce their tax risk, and reach financial freedom. So let's start the show. Here are your hosts, Anthony Correo and JR Rochford. Here we are, folks, your hosts of another money show, Anthony Correo, J.R. Rochford, taking a break from our day-to-day as financial advisors with Rochford and Associates, our fully independent fourth-generation family office right here in the greater Phoenix area to bring you information you may not find on those other financial shows. We're aware the last thing you need is another money show, but we appreciate you being here today, and if you were checking out or Listen to last week's episode. We talked about all the abbreviations, the ABC, the CDG, the CEI, and uh, well, we got to one of those stories. JR made it a point that he had two very important things he wanted to tell everybody last week, and of course, we only got to one one of those stories. So we're gonna we're gonna backtrack a little bit. We're gonna touch base on that, but mostly because he keeps getting told he needs to tease the audience, and he's got to keep it on you know, keep it on track, keep you guys interested. And we're going to save all the good stuff for the very end. But uh, as uh, you listeners know, he cannot stay on track to save his life. So we're going to give you all the important stuff up front. Aren't we, Jer? Uh, is this how we're going to start? Are we Are we going to start by being mean to JR Day? You know, yes, first of all, are. your impression of me, was that last week or two weeks ago? Your impression <laughs> of me was very hurtful and wrong. So, <laughs> I'm still upset about that. So, no, I, I'm not really good at staying on track. A little bit of OCD, ADD, you know, my, my brain works faster than it should. So, yeah, today we'll start with the important stuff. I have to warn you, I am not feeling my usual self. I am up in God's country. I am up in beautiful Snowflake, Arizona, about three, three and a half hours northeast of the valley. So if you've never heard of Snowflake, if you've heard of Heber Overgard, Sholo, that's up in the White Mountains. That's where I am today. And I just, I sleep better up here. I feel better. I feel like I can breathe. You know, so if if you get to see the clip this week and you see me with a hat on, that's because I rolled out of bed <laughs> and turned on the computer. I, <laughs> I, yeah, today I did not shower. I did not shave. I rolled out of bed and thought, hey, I should be doing a radio show today. So here we are. Well, this anyway. is vacation, Jr. So I appreciate you being on time, unlike me when I was vacation, Anthony, in Vegas. That's true, but prostitution is illegal in Nevada. It is not legal in the White Mountains. So I have no <laughs> idea what you're doing. And I'm, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I told you I'm going to be mellow today and be my happy self. So, pardon the jokes. Anyway, so back to what you're saying about the important stuff first. We did share with people. Some very important information last week. We have been sounding the alarms. You know, we've been talking for over a year. We've asked you to look up Executive Order 14067. Pay special attention to section number four. We have introduced you, if you hadn't seen it already, to FedNow, which is already underway without any fanfare. I'm guessing, you know, we're one of the only people that keep talking about it. Starting July 1st of this year, it gets fully implemented. I don't run into many people 
other than our friends, family, clients that even know what FedNow is. So it's definitely coming in kind of stealth-like. So something else that we've been bringing up that tie hand in hand in with all this, we've told you about central bank digital currencies, the old CBGB. If you feel like you're getting the CBGBs, that's what that's about. Isn't that, wasn't that a nightclub? You're a punk rock guy, wasn't that CBGB? Yeah, the 80s punk club in New York in the Bowery. It's now a... uh a fashion studio or something like that. Nice. Yeah, and soon to, be your favorite, <laughs> soon to be your favorite currency. So nightclub, Bowery, CBG. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that'll be your new dollar. CBDC, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. There's yeah. no G or yeah. CBDC. Yeah. Yeah, there's too many abbreviations. Right? It's too hard to keep them all, keep yes. them all together. And that's coming ASAP. So, anyway, <laughs> so with that CBDC, basically we thought that our country is going to have its own currency. You know, there's other countries that are doing theirs now. You know, obviously China is always on the forefront of working on change. So basically what we brought you last week was probably the very most important update we have. Actually, there's a tie. We've got a tie. We've been telling you for years to make sure you familiarize yourself with the term bail-in. You know, if you remember correctly, even a year and what, two months ago when we started this radio show, we told people, take some cash, don't trust your bank fully. That was way before Silicon Valley Bank. That was before, you know, this the stuff that you're seeing. And by the way, I've I've noticed it's very quiet again. Does that mean the bank outflows have stopped? I can tell you. I mean, Anthony, you and I, we still see it every week. We are being told stories about how difficult it is to get money. So we know that the outflows have not stopped. They've just tried to keep it quieter. And we are going to hit up in a little while. I, I know you wanted to bring up the bank in England. You know, th- this is not over. So when you feel like you're out of the woods and everything's okay, trust me. Please, if you feel like you need to grab a little cash, you still have time, but do it because we we have introduced a lot of people to the term bail-in and bail-in is the opposite of a bailout. The bailout, if you remember the term too big to fail, you know, if you remember the government getting involved in saving companies of their choosing, you know, they said that AIG, uh, General Motors, Wells Fargo, they said a lot of companies were too big to fail. So they had to help them. So they did these things. They they took tons of money. They did something called TARP, Troubled Asset Relief Program, I believe it was. And they took taxpayer money and they bailed out companies. Luckily, we've moved on from that. Now we take all the taxpayer money and we give it all to Ukraine. So now we're doing the U-TARP. We're doing the Ukraine's Troubled Asset. Well, you know, and by the way, we are actually paying into Ukraine's pension. Did you know that? So, uh, you know, they always tell you about the military spending, but we're also giving money to the government to make sure the people on a pension get their money. So a little sideline to that. Well, anyway, how uh, the debt ceiling pays off, too, because we're recording on Wednesday, the 31st, and supposedly the final vote is going to be today. So we'll see correct. how that goes. Yes. So. And by the time you hear this, which should be Saturday, roughly. So by the time you hear this, you, we may have a stock market correction beginning on June 1st. I mean, I, you know, yes, today's Wednesday the 31st. I think that on June 1st, which is Thursday, I who knows? I mean, I, I have noticed the Teflon Dow as of late has been a lot more volatile. The last three weeks or so, there's a little bit more give and take on there. You know, the, the NASDAQ has been the shining star this year. But anyway, so we introduce you to bail-in. We still think you need to know what that means. It's the opposite of a bailout. It means that they can't print enough money to save these banks. 
So they're going to seize our money. They're basically going to do a bank holiday. They're going to close the doors to the bank. And they're, they're going to tell us, just like they did in Greece and Yemen and other countries, they're going to tell us to be calm. Don't panic. Everything's okay. But you can't come into the bank. You can only have so much money a day. So that's what a bail-in is. It means they're, they're going to bail in with our money. And you know, I'm, I'm big on letting people know, if you've ever read a depositor agreement, you know it's not your money. You give that money to the bank. They use it. They loan it out three, four times, you know, fractional reserves. They use it for mortgages, reverse mortgages, business loans, whatever they want. And then if they can, they give it back to us. And lately, they're having a little trouble giving it back to us. Try going into a bank and asking for some money and see if you get questioned. So it's it's a weird time. But anyway, with this bail-in, we actually believe it could happen to this country. We think every day the odds go up a hair. Am I saying you need to get to the bank today and pull out all of your money? A, no, you can't. And two, <laughs> they won't let you. It's it's insane. I mean, not only are they asking you what you need it for, they're throttling you back. They're making you make an appointment. So they're they're doing a lot of sketchy things right now at the banks. Anyway, so go get some money. Do it slowly. If you have any interesting stories, we'd love to hear them. You know, we're hearing the stories about somebody getting $25,000 in cash and they wound up getting it after a lengthy process and they got it in twenties. <laughs> so that's a big, huge bag of $20 bills totaling $25,000. That's probably our favorite story yet. So yeah, we all have, I mean, us personally have our own weird bank stories, but if you have anything like that, reach out to us at team at another money show.com. Give us a call 623-523. 0444 would definitely love to hear your stories if you're experiencing the same stuff we are. Awesome. Way to give our contact information yeah. too. Right. To also, let's talk about how we're like 10 minutes in right now and we still haven't talked about the CEI story from last week. Bro, See? didn't you tell people that's what I do? Didn't you yeah. preface no, this? No, I warned you. I was like, that's right? going to be hilarious if we do this again this week. I was like, I was trying to set the baseline. Now I feel like you're just doing it on purpose. You're just doing it to fight me. I am. I am on a mission. Shit. I am on a mission. <laughs> so to finish up, so I can get back on track. Thanks a lot, Anthony, for bringing me off track. So to finish up with the whole bank thing, we had brought up to you CBDC because we thought we were going to have our own currency, and then just last week we did we did wade through the most important article. We want you to go to betterthancash.org. Please go to the website, betterthancash.org. And it's it's a very friendly website. You'll be able to get through it. But look at the look at the alliance. Look at the members of this. You know, you're going to see these big companies that you're also hearing for other reasons. You're going to see Target. You're going to see Unilever. You're going to see the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. You're going to see some familiar names. You're going to see some governments that are all getting together. So this central, this basically, I think there's going to be an international currency. I am less worried now about the central bank digital currency that I thought we were going to have on our own. Now I'm thinking our currency is going to be international and we're not going to be in charge of it. I believe that the UN is actually going to oversee our monetary system. And, and we did bring up, you know, when you start poking around on that website, you're going to see that the, the focus is on women. Their focus is 75% on women. I cannot explain that to you. 
their focus, you know, we're, we're really digging into underserved communities and equity and equality. And it's, I mean, it's, it's very interesting when you talk about the, the SDG, you brought up that acronym that stands for sustainable development goals. And that is tied in with this better than cash.org. It talks about how we need to reshape, reform the entire world not just our country. So the entire world shift financially is coming. That leads me to the second most article we had for last week, which we ran out of time and barely bumped into. So that article, this thing was on April 7th was when I printed this off. It's from the New York Post. The title, Inside the CEI System, Pushing Brands to endorse celebrities like Dylan Mulvaney. Who cares about Dylan Mulvaney? That is the the controversial face that was on Bud Light. I really, I mean, that whole thing, Anthony, you and I discussed it at length. Your take on that was who gives a you-know-what. You can put whatever you want on that Bud Light can. If people are loyal to Bud Light and they really like the taste, I mean, Personally, I'd say, why and what is wrong with you? I guess there are people out there with, with zero taste buds. But let's <laughs> say you like Bud Light. Do have your, have your Bud Light. Just tune this crap out. Where I come from this is this is what's overtaking our media. This is becoming bigger than gun control, abortion, civil rights. This is, this is taking over. And I'm wondering why. I understand that we're all even. I understand whether you are gay, straight, black, white, tall, short, fat, skinny. I don't care what you are. You should have rights. You should do your thing. You can go into the, you know, and I have friends that we've gone into the biblical side, whether it is wrong through God's word to be gay. That's do your thing. Do what you're comfortable with. You know, I'm tired of hearing some of this stuff. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I, I think do your thing. I really believe there should be no racism, no sexism. Do your thing. But sooner or later, people like me are going to say, now shut the hell up about it. Enough. I don't care who you hang out with. I don't even care who you sleep with. I really don't. I'll do my thing. You do your thing. And then shut up. So <laughs> get off my lawn. So this concludes my Archie Bunker presentation. Let me get into this article now because it is important and you're not going to stop me and get me off track again, Anthony. I need to finish one thing. So this article was really eye-opening. I'm glad you're having a good time today. I'm up in Snowflake. I'm up here so relaxed, so peaceful, and here I go getting worked up again. So it's just me. Anyway, let me take you through a little bit of background before I share a few points from this article. The first thing, There is, and I want you to look up a couple of these acronyms. Anthony says all the time, who are we? We can tell you things. And you're like, yeah, that's your opinion. You're trying to sell us stuff. You know, you, you, whatever. All we're trying to do is bring you information so you can start putting two and two together like we're doing and coming up with four. Everything I read, everything I hear, you put two and two together. It's it's like crazy world right now. And you get six or you get 13. You do not get four anymore when you put two and two together. And we are here to help you sort that out and tell you why. So little bit of history on the CEI. It starts with the HRC. H, 
HRC. That's the Human Rights Campaign. That began, it's a 501c4, that began in 1980. So in 1980, started the Human Rights Campaign. Think about 1980. Anthony, that was what, roughly 10 years before you were born. So they were working on this stuff 40 years ago. This is not new. Fast forward to 2002. That's when the inception of the CEI, which is the corporate equity, I'm sorry, corporate equality, same thing, equity, equality, the corporate equality index began. And basically both of these, the bigger picture, the bigger umbrella is ESG. So if you've heard us talk about BlackRock, Blackstone, Vanguard, State Street Bank, these huge investment banks, they're overseeing all of this, I'll say, shenanigans. What's going on? These big corporations are basically coming down on smaller corporations. And they're saying, if you don't act a certain way, you are going to have a lot of trouble. Well, part of this whole ESG thing, and we've dug into this, is it fiduciary minded? Is Are we doing our investing? Are we doing things for the better interest of the of the clients? I mean, you know, when you when you think about all this stuff, people that sell stuff, publicly traded companies, they are supposed to take care of their investors, right? They're not supposed to take care of the global elites. And I, and I really mean that the global elites are using all of this stuff the CEI, the HRC, the ESG, they're using that as a control mechanism, mechanism, mechanism. They're getting that mechanism going. They're, they're I mean, trying- aren't you saying regardless, I mean, you're trying to say that they're different organizations. Like it's all the same. Yes. Like they're using this to profit themselves. Like they're shifting from trying to appease shareholders, but they are the shareholders and they're also the ones pushing this through. So isn't essentially you're saying the same thing. And what is it? do, I mean, this, this whole, when you get into woke credit score and all this stuff, how does it get down to me as solid middle-class person? Well, higher price at the pump, higher prices at the stores. I mean, how it gets down to our finances, this stuff is going to make everything more expensive. It's going to go as far as to actually get rid of companies. I think, I mean, when, you know, when you start saying, you know, now North Face, Kohl's, Target, you know, we're supposed to boycott all these things, you know, and again, if you like Bud Light, sorry for you, but like Bud Light, do your thing. If you like Target, shop at Target. I don't know. Avoid certain products. I, I'm, I'm not sure the answer. The, but, the whole, go ahead. I was going to say the whole conversation, right? Because I thought you were more understanding of the boycott. You knew people that understood it or not necessarily understood it, but were for the boycott. And my point was, why? Why does this even matter? You know, they made one can for one trans woman. Like, why are we blowing this out of proportion? But essentially what the your thoughts were is that this Anheuser-Busch is doing this to be a part of the CEI, to have that higher score, to appease certain people. Otherwise, they're bullied out of funding. Yes, isn't that kind of how this all kind of came together? Because it all started with a conversation where I was just, I don't get the boycott. I don't know why anybody cares. I think it's all, again, my favorite word, sensationalized. It's a nothing story. But behind the nothing story is this, the CEI. You know, we talked about ESG a while back. There was a study at, I believe it was Columbia, 
that essentially these uh, ESG companies are worse for the environment and yes. making less money. So they're not good as a company and they're not good as the environment, but they can hold that ribbon above their heads and say, we're doing great. Just like in our industry, we make fun of the term fiduciary all the time because it's a, it's a little plaque, it's a badge or whatever you can wear. But if you're a shady financial advisor, you're going to continue to be a shady financial advisor. But now you get to hide behind this term fiduciary that you filled out a little bit extra paperwork and got a certification on. But it doesn't actually mean anything. And I think that's the biggest issue with some of these. Yes, you are correct. And you are also correct. I mean, I play devil's advocate a lot. I like to, whenever somebody's saying one thing, I like to look at the other side. I like to see both sides of any uh, any issue. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I do think, you know, we vote with our money. This, this is really growing legs. It's going to be hard to shop anywhere fairly soon. So, I mean, it's, it's really grown legs. You know, when I go into this article, one of the things, and yes, you're right, ESG, CEI, all of this stuff is under one big umbrella. It all means the same thing. I get that. But people need to understand there's these different factions. They're all working together. They are all interrelated, but they're all separate. So you need to understand them. You know, let, let me share with you how these big investment bankers, these, these I, I call it a company, like one big company all over all the other companies, they actually have, they have this, let's see here, it's a hundred point corporate equality index to score companies on their inclusiveness. What, what inclusiveness? Make your product, sell your product. If we like it, we're going to buy it. If we don't, we're not, you know, but behind the scenes, they're doing a lot of stuff that, that I, I mean, I can't understand it. Let me, let me share with you what these five things are. One, workforce protections. There's five possible points. Mind you, this is out of 100. Workforce protections. No discrimination for employment for sexual orientation or gender identity. Amen. I, I don't care, again, who you hang out with. I don't care who you sleep with. I don't care who you are. If you feel like you are a certain thing, be that. Be, be yourself. So five points, big deal. Number two, inclusive benefits. This one is bigger, 50 points. Criteria here includes providing health care for same-sex couples. It says here sex-sex couples. I don't know what that means, sex-sex couples. Most couples that are married in any length of time, it should be for no-sex couples, but that's a side <laughs> line. So I don't know what a sex-sex couple is, but you know, health care, if you're married and it's legal in the country or the state or whatever, and you're married, I, marry a stone. I don't care. So you, should you have benefits like somebody who's married to a different person? Yes, I'm fine with that one. I'm, I'm cool with that. We should, we should be fair. We should treat people fair. Okay. Number three, supporting an inclusive culture. Okay. What, what does that mean? Including gender, gender neutral dress codes, uh, gender neutral dress codes, Wear a pantsuit, wear, I don't know what that means. I was going to say, does that just business casual? I don't know. Like that's do, normal. Do that. None of these seem like over and above, right? Yeah, let me keep going. It says here, gender neutral dress codes and trans inclusive restroom slash facilities policy. I, that's become a little bit stickier of an area because in Anthony, you don't have kids yet. So if you had a daughter who was 14 
and there was a man that came in the restroom identifying as a woman, but was a man still with parts, would you be comfortable? I, I don't know if you can ever wrap your mind around stuff like that, but there's a lot of people that talk about that. They're like, this has gone too far. I mean, so, you know, where, where does it end? Maybe we need a men's room, a women's restroom and a, like a family restroom. Well, know, almost it, all of them are, I mean, I've been traveling a lot lately. It seems like most of the place I go to are just all unisex. It's like a single stall, doesn't matter. Family style restrooms almost everywhere. Hey, if there's separation, I don't know. I mean, again, I'm not. But what was, I mean, again, none of those seem that far off. Wasn't there a couple of things on there, though, how they were scoring just didn't seem there well, was something off about them? There's two more. Corporate social responsibility, 25 points possible. Marketing, and here's where we go with what's going on right now that's growing legs. Corporate social responsibility, marketing or advertising to LGBTQ consumers, which would include Nike and Bud Light's use of transgender spokesperson Dylan Mulvaney. So corporate social. So now there's this. Keep in mind the big picture down to the little picture. So you want Vanguard and BlackRock saying that you're going to lose points if you don't advertise like Bud Light did. So does Bud Light care about the billions they're losing in consumer, you know, purchasing power or do they care more about losing the score? You know, stop right there and think about that for a second. They care more about the score. They, they really do. They're, they're, this is very, very powerful. And this is going to shape the future of our corporations. This is going to come down to everyday people and what they buy. You're not, I don't think I'm stereotyping. I don't think the ultra wealthy are drinking Bud Light. I think they're drinking champagne and wine. I'm just stereotyping. If they drink beer, it's Stella, which is also owned by Bud Light. So I don't know. I mean, this is saying that, that they need to watch how you're advertising. The last one, number five, responsible citizenship. This one is weird because it's a deduction of points. It says here, points deducted if a company gives money to organizations whose primary mission includes advocacy against the LGBTQ equality, which is not defined, but could include Christian groups. So you're going to take go. off. That was the part. Yeah. What you're, I, geez, oh, Pete. So again, big picture, Blackstone, BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, they are going to hurt your organization if you give money to just, for example, a church. But they are going to they are going to bonus you. They're going to help you succeed if you give money to a LGBT cause. How on earth do you not think that's going to affect the bottom line of the corporation? Hence what we pay for our items what we pay for our goods and services and could it shut the doors of these corporations that don't play nice. And you know, one last thing we got to take so it. Into a, this is a corporation social credit score. This is a hundred percent as we say, or you're going to be punished. hundred percent. Let's do this. Let me give out our information again. We'll take a break. I do want to come back and finish this up, give you an idea who the donors are to this. So, but you can find us, give us a call. Six, two, three, five, two, three, zero four 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 or go ahead and email us team at another please make sure you help us grow we're little fish we need some help go on our youtube channel those clips are amazing doug you're doing an incredible job we had 934 views on this past week's clip so that's huge to us as a little family practice anyway we will be right back and thank you as always for being with us 
Thanks for listening to Another Money Show. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to leave us a rating and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Like what you're hearing? You can watch the show too. Visit youtube.com and search Another Money Show to watch clips from this program. Welcome back to another money show. Thank you so much for being with us. We do appreciate it. So we want to tie up this little article on CEI and HRC. We do want you to look these things up. We think that there's so much coming at us so fast. The bottom line, things are changing. I think, you know, one of the big picture things we always hit, the rich are getting richer, the poor are hovering and the middle class is shrinking. So that's why some of this stuff does affect me. When I say that the, the prices that pump, the prices on goods and services are are bad and they're going to get worse, that's how this affects me personally. But big picture, you know, some of the donors to the HRC, the biggest donor is George Soros. Love him or hate him. There, there's a lot of, you know, you got to know where he's coming from. Uh, Planned Parenthood, labor unions. This is the one that just frosts me. Somebody who's married to a teacher labor unions for the education association. So you're, you're kidding. I mean, all the stuff that's, that's really grown legs about kids, what kids are being exposed to, what kids are given the, you know, the right to choose it, you know, leave alone. I got three groups I think should be protected, not equality driven, leave alone old people. I don't know what old is for some people. It's 80 for some people. It's 103 leave alone. Old people leave alone. Kids. I don't know what kids are. I mean, under 18, leave them alone, leave, leave alone animals, <laughs> leave, leave, you know, adopt from a shelter, don't buy a dog. So, you know, here, here's me being, get off my lawn again, but leave certain people alone. Uh, United Food and Commercial Workers, they're donating big money to this. So, and geez, I mean, this stuff, it just gets me angry and we're being consumed by it. You know, whenever people talk about the World Economic Forum, Davos, Bilderberg Group, and they think, well, you're just a tinfoil hat. You know, there's never going to be one world government. You're seeing it in front of your eyes. The people that brought up the elites, you know, the the financial elites, the Rothschilds, the, you know, J.P. Morgan people, you know, they, they were all right. That's what's so funny. The conspiracy theorists were all right. We're just finally starting to see it and we're getting examples and we're seeing how it's going to affect our daily lives. So welcome to it. So one last little thing from this article, and then we do have to move on. Businesses that attain the maximum 100 points earn the coveted title. Coveted by whom? The coveted title, best place to work for LGBTQ equality. 15 of the top fortune-ranked companies received 100% ratings last year, according to HRC data. So 15 of the top companies in the fortune companies are making 100%. So that means they are 100% bowing down to these large investment banks and corporations. So simple to supply and demand, simple economics, it's all gone. That's what I see. We're a financial show. We're not a social show. So you want the financial bottom line, the future for your kids and your grandkids, it's looking sketchy. I've always said, even if we don't have World War III, if we don't end up with a civil war, if we don't end up with some of the negative things on our 10 pillars, you still have to deal with 31.7 trillion debt. You have to deal with your future 
for Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security? What are people going to do if they have a long-term care need? There's still a lot on the table, even if we get around some of this stuff. But every week, we're going to keep bringing you this stuff until you're awake like we are. Not awoke, awake. So moving on to some of the miscellaneous stuff. I want to just touch on two things real quick. And then I want to turn it over to you to ask about banks, especially in other countries. (laughs) Because what happens in a country overseas may be coming to a country near you. So uh, we we had a couple of people send us information. Did you realize that we are going to have through the 2021, and we talk about this to people, the 2021 Infrastructure Investment Jobs Act, look up HR 3684, Section 24220. I know you'll never remember that. So call us at 623-523-0444. But through this infrastructure investments job, where, you know, as usual, we're spending trillions of dollars that we don't have, they're, they're going to start putting breathalyzers in all new cars. So some companies, Ford, I'm looking at you, are working on it now. But starting 2026, if you buy a new vehicle, you it's going to be watching you. Well, I remember geez. that. I remember that being a part Crazy. of the bill. Well, and it, and it passed. So it's a done deal unless we can somehow get our heads out of our, you know what, the sand and get some of this stuff looked at, understood, and maybe even reversed. We are in trouble. So, you know, I brought up last week that that they're trying to get rid of AM radios. So it looks like they'll do all that at the same time. Getting rid of AM radios is a problem because AM radio is a frequency. If we have problems that you can tune into and get some news on what's going on in the world. So, but anyway. Well, luckily, uh, if they do get rid of AM radio, you can still find another money show wherever you like and subscribe to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, Google. You can listen to past episodes sorry that was my well my played well Doug. played yeah. well played Doug. we have the clip of the week anthony well played very smart <laughs> so I'm moving on i'm a salesman moving on back to banks you know that's our favorite our favorite our favorite that's our favorite subject is the banks oh by the way you know what i read this morning carrie tolstead the ex-executive over at wells fargo you know we brought up a few weeks ago that it looked like she was going to be fine as uh, she was $5 million to the SEC, the Securities Exchange Commission. So, and that was because she oversaw that cross-selling metric that, you know, she she knew that there were some fake accounts as part of their growth initiative. But that's that's good news. I'm, I'm guessing she has a lot more than $5 million or, you know, so I, yeah, I don't yeah, think it will work. Pocket change to the kind of bonuses these people get. Yep. And uh, maybe they'll even subsidize for it. Who knows? Maybe that's part of her, her golden handshake parachute bull crap when she left there who knows but, but, but lie my... about paying it like they lied about paying <laughs> the original fine which is why they got fined another billion dollars on top of the 3.7 billion dollars for lying on top of lying on top of lying i uh, love all that lying. if it wasn't for them what would we even talk about on this show chase chase and their felonies we just move over to chase and <laughs> we ran Yeah, we got other banks we can poke fun at. And by the way, I mentioned this about a month ago, and I'm going to mention it again. If you believe there's any validity to what I'm saying, that we could have a bail-in, go get your stuff out of your safe deposit box if they close the door. Not only are they going to close the door, and I don't think it'll be temporary this time, they're going to seize your safe deposit box. So if you have your grandmother's ring, I'd go get it before anything happens. Get yourself a good safe and put it in your house. So- continuing with the banks. <laughs> and and uh, it's it, you can't make this up. In England, 
Anthony, go ahead, run with it. Tell me a little bit about what you read. So essentially this ties into, you know, there was another article that talked about this bank and essentially saying they can hold your money hostage unless you have a good reason for it. But you know me, I don't care what other articles have to say. I'm very big on give me the source. Luckily, they had an article or uh, a link to the source. So you can go to NatWest is the name of the bank. Uh, I looked up, looked them up a little bit. They are owned, it looks like almost half by the English government because of their bail-in in 2008. So it's, you know, is this a private company making these rules or is it, you know, the government itself? But talk about bail-ins all the time. So, you know, that's in the U.S. This is over in the U.K., but it's not like this is some third world country. This isn't China. You know, this is, these are our equals, yet they're seeing some of the same issues. So, Essentially, if you go to their website, it will say on there that cash withdrawals are the least secure way of making payments given the number of other alternative options available through our online banking and mobile app services. Please consider more secure ways of completing your transaction and speak to a member of their team. So they're saying don't trust cash. Cash is shady. Mostly. Why? Because they want to track you. So. It says, our primary aim is to keep customers safe and secure. Um, this includes asking you questions about the purpose of your cash withdrawal, and in some cases for supporting documentation such as an invoice. This helps us validate the withdrawal as genuine and protect you against fraud and scams. It's not your money. That's what they're telling you. They're going to deny you taking out funds unless you can prove you have a valid reason to and let's talk about this scam part because this drives me absolutely nuts and i'm gonna give you because you know without personal stories what does any of this stuff even mean we had a, a very long time client who has since passed away and he had fallen for a scam one of those like nigerian prince scams years and years and years and years ago well, he's getting older up in age and uh, comes to us a couple years ago and says, you know, he got a call from the FBI and his social security number is being used in a drug bust in, uh, you know, Mexico. And they're going to need $500 worth of Google Play cards to bail him out. Well, unfortunately, he paid for these Google Play cards before running it by because this is a very obvious scam. So let me, for all of my senior listeners out there, if anything sounds sketchy ever and you're unsure, use a backboard, use a sounding board, call us, 623-523-0444, uh, run it by us. We will help tell you if it's a scam or not. And I can't stress this enough because we have had clients who have almost fallen for other things reach out and I'm like, no, let me reassure you, the FBI, the IRS is not calling you asking for bribes and extorting that's not how this works so anyways this client gets scammed again you know once you're in your system they're coming after you so from their nigerian prince scam from 15 20 years ago he gets another phone call from the fbi and they're working with him and they're going to help fix everything and they actually they're going to help him get his money back he just has to fund it and pay the taxes again that's fair yeah, right? So we already talked about not trusting the, the CIA and the FBI, and for good reason. But you know what they're really not going to do? 
blatantly extort you like that. So again, a very, 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 very obvious scam. So he comes to us to pull money and we say, we're not helping you with this. This is a very obvious scam. Get help. Get. And he refused to listen to us. It's again, very obvious scam. So what did we do? We did everything we possibly could. We reached out to Adult Protective Services. We reached out to the Attorney General. We reached out to the companies he pulled up money from. We reached out to the non-emergency police. Every single one of them said it's his money. He can do whatever he wants. So when this bank is saying that this helps us validate the withdrawal is genuine and protect you against fraud and scams, that's absolute bullcrap. That is not a thing. They do not care about your money. So, and again, it breaks my heart seeing him lose all of this to scams. And of course, he lost it all. By the time it was gone, he came back to him and said, I apologize. I should have listened. But, oh my God. Things are just, it's so bad. It's so bad out there. It, it is bad out there. Just know that there are resources. You, you, you have to find some you trust. We have a wonderful friend named Malia. And Malia, basically for a living, she helps protect seniors. We learned a lot. He, he was the one case that really taught us a lot about working with the attorney general and the police and the companies. And we, we went to his attorney. I mean, we, we did everything we could to help this man. But we have since learned part of our thing to help people make a lot of noise. So if, if you feel like something's weird, reach out to us. We're not going to charge you, but we'll try to help you and at least get you in the right direction. Yeah. Malia's so, mission is a, a nonprofit. She just started because she was our, our go-to. I mean, we manage people's money for a living, but not on a, a day-to-day level, you know, without getting a conservator or guardianship and stuff like that involved. Some seniors, you know, they're not taking care of their finances on a day-to-day and not because they don't have the ability to, they're just not. And uh, Malia's mission kind of fits that, uh, that goal in between. So you're not giving up any of your rights. You're just having somebody help you with the day to day. Um, and she's been a absolute wonderful resource for us in our office. And I love, you know, that gap she's filling cause there's a need for these services and it just isn't anything out there, but I don't really? do, we, I'm going to, cause I'm on this rant right now too. And I know we've got a lot of senior listeners. So my grandmother, my uncle stole my grandmother's social security, stopped paying her group phone, left her at a hospital, essentially just abandoned her. You can't just you can't just live in a hospital. So there was a senior community out in the West Valley that took her in. I had friends who worked there. I said, I know exactly who is stealing because obviously they're not getting paid. She's got almost dementia at this point, can't take care of herself. I said, we know who is stealing her money. We can get you paid. We can go after him. We can fight this. You know, we know how to find the, we know exactly who it is. And again, attorney general, non-emergency police, um, you know, even the company itself said it's not worth going after these people. So it drives me absolutely nuts. But a lot of people say they claim to take care of seniors um, and care about their well-being, and they absolutely don't, and it's heartbreaking. So unfortunately, you do have to be out there trying to take care of yourself and you know, surround yourself with people that will assist you. And but, sometimes that's hard. A lot of people don't have kids. A lot of people have kids out of state. A lot of people's 
A lot, and you know what? I mean, unfortunately, what I've seen over the quarter of a century in the office, a lot of the worst offenders are the kids. I'm so sad to bring that up to you, but okay, money does. Yeah, money does horrible things to a lot of people. So, but let's let's moving on to a little bit happier of a note. Yeah. Why don't we talk for a few minutes? We, I purposely avoided gathering articles for today. I wanted to tie up last week, you know, and, and later on, I know you'll commend me and buy me lunch for keeping on track today. So, but I want to move on to a few solutions. You know, week after week, we sound alarms. We took on the show to sound alarms. And Anthony, you gave me a little bit of grief over that. You're like, well, then we can't really give solutions. We should stay to sound alarms or else it sounds like we're trying to sell. Well, we can do both. We're sounding alarms because we want people to be awake. Our whole premise of the show, we want you to be proactive, not reactive. We want you prepared, not scared. To do that, you have to first know something's going on. If something's going on, that means something's coming. If something's coming and it's going to be good, no harm, no foul. This is interesting and entertaining, if nothing else. But if something's coming that's not good, you need to know about it. You don't need to be blindsided or surprised by it. So that's our job. But the second part of our job, we're still financial guys. You know, we're not beautiful radio hosts. I know you probably think we're really good looking. Uh, yeah, do, do not subscribe to our YouTube channel. I urge you, if you've been subscribed, drop it quickly because we're not good looking. And we're getting less good looking every day, I think. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, back to the whole thing. So our job is to sound alarms because we only have one hour a week to get to a bigger audience. But in the office, we do financial advising. We help people if they need a Roth conversion. We help young people. Do they need life insurance? We help older people. Do they need asset-based long-term care insurance? So yes, we sound alarms, but yes, we also want to help you. And you know what? The thing is, we are in an amazing time right now. Anthony, you've been in the office. It's just about five years and we you've seen how bad the interest rates were. They were that way for 15 years. I just looked up the rates this morning on our short-term CD alternative type products with an insurance company. So A, if you put a little money short-term with an insurance company, you're out of a bank. That's a plus in my eyes. B, the money's incredible. I have to give you a caveat. Sometimes these are good for people. Sometimes they're not. They're not really good for people that are 13 years of age. Not too shabby for people that are 60 sometimes. Today, as we record, is May 31st. And as of this morning, our highest rate on a one-year product with an insurance company. It's, it works like a CD. You take it out for one year. You put your money in. In one year, you get a 30-day window. You can pull part of it out. You can pull all of it out. You can let it roll over. You have 30 days to give them your intentions. The rate this morning, 4.15%. The rate on a two-year, 4.25%. The rate on a three-year, 5.65%. We at Rochford and Associates are fully independent. So we look at the different carriers. We, we make sure we have people help us screen out the, the company's strength. We look at all this stuff, but our rates are incredible. It's been 15 years since we had these rates. And I don't think they're going to hang around forever. Let's see what happens this summer with FedNow. And let's see what happens with inflation. Let's see what happens with the debt ceiling. Let's, let's see. But anyway, we have solutions for people and we want to share those with people. We have all the time. We have people that talk about gold and silver. That's probably the number one thing we're getting lately. Because first of all, if you're listening to AM radio, you're bombarded by these precious metals dealers. They're saying 
need to have gold and silver. I'm going to do my little quick summary because it's been a while. I, I love gold and silver. I think if you have the means, you should have gold and silver. It's it's biblical. It's God's money. Gold and silver is a store of value. It, it's, it's very, very much a base for your financial plan. The problem is, first of all, right now it's around what? You know, 1,900 an ounce. So it's expensive. So if you don't have a lot of money, it's a little hard to get it. <laughs> Do you want to mute or if you're fighting the dogs? Yes. So to finish his point, everything in moderation, gold and silver, I mean, we're definitely for it. The problem is anybody that's talking to you about gold and silver is painting this World War III, Civil War, absolute worst case scenario. Well, at that point, who, who are you going to trade gold and silver with? First of all, and what are you going to trade gold and silver for? You're going to trade it for food and water. Food and water is the most important thing. So we're big food, water, ammo, you know, talking about these short-term migrate rates, these CD alternatives to get people out of the bank, our biggest goal too. I mean, we're still more about paying off debt, having an emergency fund, having hard assets. We're really big in all the things that don't pertain to us as financial advisors, but there's only so much you can store at home. There's only so many hard assets you can have. You're going to eventually need to get out and diversify a bit more. And that's when we start those bases, especially income. Income's our number one. Um, but, Jerry, are you back there now? Coming back in? That's what happens well, when I'd you I'd like to introduce you to my three dogs. I have three <laughs> dogs here. So I apologize for this. Our propane delivery is taking place right now. So welcome to Snowflake. All right. So anyways, definitely <laughs> a fun, interesting way to end this show. I mean, we got a few minutes left, but I don't know. Again, we have so much knowledge, so much information to give out there. If you have questions, you want to reach out to us one-on-one. -on -one. Our phone number is 623-523-0444. Um, you can email us at team at anothermoneyshow.com. I apologize again for the puppies. So, yeah, when the propane delivery happens, the puppies have a mind of their own. So they're good guard dogs. Anyway, the, the bottom line with, with going into gold and silver, like Anthony says, moderation, you know, we, we – do want to sit down with you, one person, one family, one couple at a time, and we're going to see what's best for your situation. You know, when we have people that are very worried about the world and we get into whether you should have some mini bottles and tobacco, whether you should have guns and ammo, gold and silver, we'll do that for you individually because there's no right or wrong answer for anybody. We also want to look at your old 401ks. We want to see what your risk tolerance is, your fees. We want to explain to you why you know, annuities may not be as evil as what you've heard. We want to explain that there's different kinds of annuities. There are some that we would never sell. We would never sell variable annuities in our office. You know, we haven't in over 20 years. We want to explain all that to you, you know, when we, when we sit down with you. But for now, we are going to start wrapping this up. We've had a good time as usual, and we'll do it again next week. Please make sure you email us your questions. If you have any show ideas, stuff you want to get covered, we'll, we'll do it. You know, we, we love to hear ourselves talk, but we would rather be talking about what you want to hear. So reach out to us, team at anothermoneyshow.com. Give us a call, 
523-0444. And hopefully we'll meet you one day and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to Another Money Show. You deserve to work with a private wealth management firm that will strategically work to protect your hard-earned assets. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit anothermoneyshow.com. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Rochford Financial are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. At Rochford and Associates, we know the road to financial freedom is not a straight path, and the journey is different for every family. And in times like these, we want you to feel confident that you're safely on track to meet your retirement goals. We want to ask you to prepare for economic chaos. We want you to prepare for bank volatility. We want you to insure and protect your assets with a smart plan. Our team can help you make the most of your hard-earned savings using strategies that are right for you. I want more people to sit down with us. When we talk about a financial plan, it's different for every person we meet. We tailor make our plans. Schedule your no obligation consultation today by calling 623-523-0444. That's 623-523-0444. Rochford and Associates, veteran owned and proud to serve Americans like you. Do you have the right insurance coverage? If the answer is no, you could be missing out on some big savings. I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. Not having a steady paycheck to rely on can get very stressful for retirees as monthly insurance costs accumulate. Experts say you should regularly review your insurance policies and consider reducing coverage on items you no longer need, such as a car you no longer drive. There are also plenty of ways to save on your coverage and still keep the protection. Consumer finance website WalletHub recently released a video with some tips for retirees when it comes to shopping specifically for car insurance. First on the list, compare quotes frequently. Older drivers begin to see higher premiums around age 60, with more increases at 70 and 80 years old. You may need to compare several quotes to find more affordable rates each time you pass one of these milestones. You can also consider policies intended specifically for retirees. For example, Some companies may offer auto insurance with discounts and benefits tailored to AARP members. You may also be eligible for discounts on homeowner's insurance or other types of policies, but you may need to ask your agent about them, so be proactive. Another option, consider moving to a higher deductible plan that requires a smaller premium. As always, it depends on your unique situation and what is right for you. So, are you paying too much for insurance coverage you don't need? That's a key question to consider, and it's one of the 23 retirement cost cutters for 2023. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges, as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer. At Rochford & Associates, we know you've worked hard to earn your money, and you've worked even harder to save it. When it comes to wealth management and planning for retirement, J.R. Rochford and his team of specialists have been helping individuals, families, and business owners find financial freedom at their veteran-owned firm for more than 25 years. 
Give us a call now at 623-523-0444. That's 623-523-0444. Are you concerned about market volatility, rising taxes, economic uncertainty, and how it could all affect your future in retirement? Then tune into Another Money Show to learn how you can protect and grow your hard-earned money. Another Money Show, every Saturday at noon, right here on 960 The Patriot. Protect your hard-earned money today and learn more at anothermoneyshow.com.